So in order to really feel satisfied with your food, you have to get in touch with those early signals of hunger so that you're like, oh, yeah, this is this is good. I like this. Welcome to Somatic Digest, the podcast, the place you come to find love, joy and acceptance in your body. I'm your host, Kim a registered dietitian whose mission is to bring tangible tips for you to build the ideal relationship with your body. I'll be sharing principles to connect you back to your natural state of being. We will honor emotions and create conversations that will allow your nervous system to relax. Throughout the episodes, you will develop an understanding to what your body is truly telling you. I'm so grateful you're here. Be sure to subscribe. Now let's get to the show. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. On today's episode, I really want to give you a glimpse into the intuitive eating principle called satisfaction factor. So this is really all about those moments when you are eating and you really feel like that really hit the spot. You know, those times when you're like, oh, that's exactly what I wanted. It was exactly how I thought it was going to taste. And I just feel overall satisfied from the whole eating experience. That's really what we're going to talk about today. And I just want to remind you that this is possible majority of the time when you're eating. I know it doesn't feel that way because If you have a history of just dieting or trying to control food that you feel fearful about it and you just feel overwhelmed when you go into the grocery store, overwhelmed when you kind of create your menu for the week and it makes it really difficult to enjoy the process because we've been controlling it. So really intuitive eating is releasing the control and letting your body do the work. I really believe that intuitive eating is the most natural way of eating. It really allows your body to do what it's supposed to do. And it's it takes a journey to get back there, which is why it's like rediscovering your intuitive eater because they're in there. You just have to find your intuitive eater and work on stop trying to control it. Okay, so how this kind of came up, I love to always give you an insight, like how am I dis- how am I finding these topics? One, because I think it's so fun. Like this is episode 60. So for the last 60 weeks consecutive, I have just been finding topics through, you know, whether a lot of the times they come from client coaching calls um, or things like discussions I have with people or even with you uh, from my Instagram. So at the Somatic Dietitian, I spend a lot of times just chatting with people. I love the community piece of social network. I feel like they're like social media gets a bad rap, but I feel like we're just not going into it with good intentions. Like this is just a mass network to connect with people all over the world, which is crazy. Um, Like when I find that I'm like, whoa, I'm connecting with someone in Australia and I'm in the States, I'm like, holy cow, we're so far apart, but it makes us feel so close, which is fun. So 
This episode actually came from me dumping the last three years of working with clients into a curriculum. So I am creating the curriculum for my Nutrition Made Simple program. We are booking into March. So now is the time to get your application in. If you want to really work on finding your intuitive eater, as well as nervous system regulation and really understanding the stories that you tell yourselves to overcome these inner conflicts that we all have. Nutrition Made Simple, my program is really taking all three of these to unravel the stories that we tell ourselves about food, about body image, how we control it or cope with emotions. Um, We use somatic practices which is really just connecting your mind and your body and letting our bodies lead the way when it comes to health and wellness. So now is the time to get your application in. You can scroll down, watch my program video and submit your nutrition consult form. And I cannot wait to see your form. So in the meantime of me like dumping all this, I had this memory come back and I was like, oh my gosh, this is such a cool thing. So I want to share this with you. about. I don't know. I still lived in Michigan at the time. So I have lived in Colorado for 10 years. So it's been over 10 years ago. I was invited to go with a friend to Spain. We went to Barcelona. It was such a fun trip. It was short. We were there for five days. But on this trip, we did eating in the dark or a meal in the dark. It was wild. (laughs) It was so crazy. So we went in. It was pitch black. It was so dark, like true eyesight deprivation. Like I could not see anything. And we walked back into the room or into the restaurant. And we were literally, there was 10 of us in this group. We were all like chain linked holding hands because we could not see. Like we all had to hold on to like the hostess who was walking us back. And then we all just held hands to chain into our table because we could not see a thing. I'm telling you, There was not even an exit sign illuminating. Like it was so dark, so dark. So we didn't know at all what we were going to have. The only thing we could give was like, are you allergic to anything? We couldn't even give dislikes. Like if you disliked onions, you couldn't say that. They just had to know, are you going to go into anaphylaxis if you have this? If so, we'll eliminate it. But if you don't like something, you can't just say, I don't like it. Like you have to try it or it might be in it. So what I found was really cool about this experience, one, sitting at a table with 10 people and not being able to look into the eyes of the person who's talking or who's sitting across from you made conversation so interesting. Like the person who was talking five people down from me at the end of the table, I was listening to that conversation because we could not have more than one conversation at a time. Because we couldn't lock eyes to like focus in on that conversation. So that was really fun. Like the entire table was talking with each other, one person at a time. And it was so engaging. The other thing that was really interesting was my friend was sitting across from me at the table. And at one point in time, like we did kind of try to start talking over each other. But in order for me to like hear her, I had to touch her hands. Like, I was like, where are you? Like, I had to heighten my ears using my sense of touch, which I thought was so cool. Now, the food. 
The whole food experience was really fun. Everything was eaten with our hands because we couldn't. I mean, we had utensils, but like, how can you stab food with a fork when you really can't see what you're doing? So it wasn't finger food. And I wish I could remember what we had. I feel like I had like duck of some sort, like duck wrapped in something or stuffed duck and like maybe whipped potatoes or parsnips of some sort, like a potato thing, but they were really dense that you could pick them up. So we used our hands to be like, okay, I I think this is it. But then we would try it and be like, oh, yeah, this is good. Not quite sure what it was. The duck I thought was chicken. And then at the end of the meal, we went out and then they told us what it was and showed us pictures of the food so that we could see like, oh, wow, that's how it looked. I would have never even guessed that. Now, relating this to the satisfaction factor, the food was like a bystander almost of this whole experience because the experience was really something that I will never forget. And not to say like once I start thinking about it, I'm like, oh, yeah, that was the food. But I don't it really wasn't the most important thing. But food brings us together. And it's a really fun experience that we can have a lot of the times when we stop controlling food. So one of the biggest things, and I talk about it all the time, is really getting in touch with your hunger signals. And the reason this is so important when you're developing this, like that, like, ah, that hit the spot moment with food is when you are ravenous, which a lot of the times we are, we go too long without eating. We're scared of what's going to happen when we're eating. We don't respect our body signals. We go too long without eating that we literally cannot even tap into our taste buds because our bodies are in famine. And whether or not it's intentional, like we are, if you're going too long or even intentionally creating a deficit because you know, you're trying to lose weight or something, you're in famine, which means you're starving yourself intentionally or unintentionally. It's happening. And what is a side effect of that is that your taste buds are desensitized because your body's starving. Like it doesn't care what you put in it. It just needs energy. So in order to really feel satisfied with your food, you have to get in touch with those early signals of hunger. So that you're like, oh, yeah, this is this is good. I like this or I don't like this. And this is not satisfying. So I'm not going to eat it anymore. Think about this. Like when you truly reactivate your inner intuitive eater and you go to like a holiday party or even like we're coming up to summer, maybe it's going to be like Mother's Day brunch, Easter brunch, summer barbecues, whatever. There's a smorgasbord of food out which can be overwhelming at the like if you're new to this journey a lot of my clients are like oh my god there's all this food that i don't normally allow myself to eat or have told myself it's all bad this is overwhelming right so we work through that in the nutrition made simple program but when you get to the end of it where you're like oh yes i my intuitive eater like she's here i'm living this way this is great this is how it looks It's like, okay, I'm going to have some potato salad, maybe a little bit of Doritos, barbecue pork, some corn salad, and a cupcake. But you bite into the potato salad and there's like a taste that you're like, I don't know about that. Like this is not what I was expecting it to be, not the taste I wanted. I'm just going to leave it. 
it's because you're honoring your sensations, these somatic cues within your body and working with your body to really honor your taste buds. Like if you don't like it, don't eat it. So many times we have just stuffed ourselves to have all these rice cakes and we think we like those because they're low calorie or whatever the reason is. You're like, I'll just spread some peanut butter on it. I like these. These are great. But in all honesty, you don't. I mean, you might, but like I just I'm bringing that awareness. Rice cake is just the thing that come to me. But there's this awareness of like we have forced ourselves to have food because we thought it was good for us or it was like giving us a solution that we wanted. But we weren't really honoring our bodies for that reason. So when you tap into your hunger and you respond to it, you know, when you're think of it as like your gas tank, when you're like a half tank. It's so much easier to be like, do I even like the subtle nuances of this taste and flavor? Because it can be a really complex and it should be. And it's fun to have fun with food. Like think about this when you go to like a fun restaurant and you're like, whoa, like these flavors are so fun and intense. Like I'm having a good experience. And you're respecting yourself because it's like if you don't like it and you're like, no, I don't really like this. No means no, you don't like it. So just be done with it. Now, you also have to like really make peace with food, right? So if you went to the the party and there was potato salad, but potatoes were bad or barbecue pork, but the barbecue sauce had too much sugar or the corn, but corn is too starchy, like all these things, like that's not an enjoyable experience. So it's really being like allowing yourself to have it, knowing that everything is neutral, like the food is just giving you the energy. And your body needs the energy. So you're respecting yourself to have it. It allows for a more satisfying experience. And this is possible for you. It really is. I know food can be a really challenging thing for all of us, but it is possible. I'm here to tell you that there can be delight with food. You just have to work on creating it. And it's really all in just letting your body do the work, which is the most natural thing. All right, my friend, that is the episode for this week. As always, chat next week. Hey, before you go, I want to personally invite you to my nutrition coaching program. If you're struggling with overeating, binging, or feeling addicted to sweets, then you're a perfect fit for my program. The next steps are to scroll into the description below and click work with me. My program is a one-on-one where you and I work intimately together as I guide you through intuitive eating, bring in inner child healing, and the Gene Keys to help heal your relationship with food and your body. I've helped women embrace the root of their issues so that they could live a life without feeling shameful or guilty with food. Let's put you at the center of the triangle so you can feel free, empowered, and liberated with food, nutrition, and exercise. Respond by submitting your application and I'll reach out to you via chat. Can't wait to see your application.